ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Madcap. My name is David Ross. My name is Daniel Bloom. And we're here in my living room once again. Yes, we are. Here with the Madcap Reborn series. Living in, in a room, yeah. One single week after the Identity Crisis episode. Exactly. We're still here. <laughs> you have been up and back to New York. I have, I have, I have. The the the, uh, the Big Apple? The Big App, the Big App, yeah. Does New York entice you, or do you find it um, kind of overbearing? When I first arrive in New York, every time, it's like... Oh my god! If, like I forgot, people actually built something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like just like massive. Yeah, like I'm somebody like I'm not a fan of height limitations because mm-hmm. especially like where, where one of the buses you have to get is like this huge, beautiful building, mm-hmm. and I'm always toying with um, taking a picture on Instagram and saying "fuck height restrictions." You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right, right. But like I got people who on my Instagram be like, "What is that supposed to mean?" You know what I'm saying? So I never do it. It's supposed to mean "fuck height restrictions." <laughs> what do you mean? What does it mean? <laughs> Did exactly. I stutter? <laughs> exactly. I just feel like some people think I'm taking a stab, particularly at them. You was, are. You're taking a stab at DC. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But yeah, you're right. You're right. But answer your question, some day-to-day stuff gets really complicated. Yeah. Um, like getting anywhere on time, especially. That's my big problem with it, is you can't get anywhere fast. You can't get it. We don't have easy traffic here, though. Yeah, now, but I'm on a bike. Why don't you bike up there? I like to. Yeah, yeah, you know, that actually would be smart. Especially if you're dealing, if you're dealing in like the um, the Brooklyn's of the world, if you're dealing, or yeah, even, sure. if, even if not, I'm saying like I think you would it would behoove you to bike. Pro tip, and this is going to dovetail into what we're going to talk about next. Uh-huh. It's you're right as a passenger on Bolt bus specifically to yeah. take a bicycle underneath the bus. So the smartest time I ever did New York, I took my own bicycle as luggage on the Bolt bus, got off the Bolt bus, and instead of going in the subway or a cab, I just got on my own bike and started riding. That was awesome. And I ended up on the east side greenway, I think it is. It's like this bike path that goes all the way up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Wow. Yeah, it's it's great. That's the way. I'm too afraid to bike. Uh, Like, the Williamsburg biking thing doesn't frighten me. Mm -hmm. But, like, Times Square and, like, all that stuff. Maybe it's the west side greenway. Because it feels like it's the west side along the, I can't. The west side highway. Yes, I don't even know what river it is. Oh, like maybe the west side the, highway. Yeah, Hudson because it's Hudson Yards. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a beautiful bike path. Everyone should try it, and it's yeah. out, it's out of traffic. That's the thing, and I understand why people are reticent to do it in traffic. But it's a really nice bike path. Also, like New York kills it with the public space. Yeah, they do public space right. Like mm. so, like Bryant Park on a beautiful day. It's awesome. Or just or, or or some of them like private parks that we are just too poor to get into, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> like some of those gardens and stuff like that. You could just walk by and see. Yeah, I mean, like it's like we got we got some stuff here downtown, man. Like just that is like ran by the National Park Service and they just haven't touched it. Like there's a there's a beautiful park right in front of the right in front of the Willard with a kiosk uh-huh. that should be used. Yeah, a kitchen, nothing. Nothing, just dust. Yeah. Because NPS can't get their shit together. Well, they don't have any funding. Huh? This is a subject for a whole other show, how the dysfunction of the National Park Service. The National Park Service, they, like DC stuff, they just need to give it to DC. Absolutely. Give it to DPR. Like Carter Barron Amphitheater. Oh, my which God. Which is something we both love. Which I broke into. Well, we, you know, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no need to self-incriminate. <laughs> That's awesome. Take well, me alive. Take be- me alive. Before we delve too deeply into the National Park Service and D.C. <laughs> politics, but uh, the Fort Reno, that's totally related. The Fort Reno concert series is going on. This is like the the punk 
concert series that happens every summer. Oh my there's God. always like a big wrangle. Are they going to have the permits ready? Are they going to have the funding? It should be an, a thing that the city funds, but of course it's NPS. Oh okay, God, let's, back let's back up. Let's back up a half step. No, it's awesome. Fort Reno's great. We yeah. got to support it. I love Fort Reno. Yeah. Uh, your trip to New York, you took it on a bus company yeah. that may or may not be named yeah of course it should because everybody is it's it's the it's the it's the greyhound of it's the it's the new greyhound megabus is mega shitty wow yeah you know what I'm saying? shots like, fired <laughs> megabus is mega shitty so megabus yeah you, you resigned yourself to taking the megabus yeah and i used to take the megabus all the time <laughs> I, I didn't resign my, my bank account resigned myself to take the megabus <laughs> i understand my bank account was like you should take this <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you have to take megabus because yeah. For example, from D.C. to Philadelphia, yeah, you don't have a Bolt bus. Yeah. Bolt bus is my favorite. There's this whole new class of like, well, the Chinatown bus has really started this. After the Greyhound, everybody knows about the Greyhound. Then yeah. there was the Chinatown buses, which went just... Chinatown to Chinatown for like $10. Is Chinatown still going? Yes. What's that bus like now? I mean, have you ridden one? Not, not neat. Not They've never years. changed. I rode one once from L.A. to Las Vegas. How was that? It was crazy i mean it broke down they had to bring a whole nother bus oh man it was my buddy nathan haft he and his wife Haley just had a son colin really welcome to the world colin it's a crazy place <laughs> so back to megabus you took your megabus well i've taken megabus a bunch and i'll get into my stories later but i want to hear about the premise so you you loaded up your on your megabus at in, 1 p.m at, at union station at 1 p.m washington dc 1 p.m and yeah. your your expectation was that you'd be in new york at what time I'd be in New York at um, five thirty, six. I had I had planned to do f former former Madcap intern Marina DiMarzo. Hey, Marina! And, and I it was what well, of course it rained later, so it didn't that plan would got squashed. But I was looking forward to doing like practicing doing reading something in in, in Bryant Park. You say I was like I was I was looking forward. You to had this. a nice nice afternoon evening. Exactly, I was looking forward to in this. your mind. Sure. And uh, so where did things begin to go wrong? Okay, all right. So he pulls over. All right. So he bus driver looks like who looks like a, just like a, sh a schlub. First of all, are you upper deck or lower deck? This matters a lot. Come up. You're upper. I, me too. I always go upper deck. And yeah. Go, I, go as far away from the bathroom as you can. Oh man. Sidebar. I once took it, and I'm across from this family, clearly traveling. First time in the states, okay. from a South Asian country. Uh huh. We were seated at a table. I am the only. It's the three of them. And me, okay. You know what I'm saying so. We're just facing one another, right, on the ride, and and their it was just like me and their daughter forced to look at one another, and her daughter getting in trouble when she would look at me. Oh you know wow! What I'm saying? So there was some just like man, there was skull. Then after a while, I found I found an opening to move. You know what I'm saying? And like they're like they're like really you sure? You know what I'm I was I was like no. I was like I was like no. no be with the fam. You know? Yeah, be with the fam. But it was it was awkward for like two and a half hours i'm like get me out of this but meaningless stories aside <laughs> like uh so you were upper deck yeah upper deck and like when i got on i saw this dude like it was packed i saw this dude with with he's sitting sitting uh, he's sitting on the um i'll see in a bag i was just like is somebody sitting there he's like no and i was like i told him straight up i'm like look man I, i'm like I, I i hate to do this to you you know i i hate to also i hate to I, like i know i know why that bag is placed there because yes. i do that all the time right i do that all the time Another pivot. Are you one of these people who also have you talked about like when people ask you to move for your so you can sit with somebody? What do you mean? Like, oh, I see what you mean. Like I'm oh, not I'm here. About it. I'm here with my wife. Do you it. mind if I move? I hate it. Well, look, we're in a society, and we as people ought to be able to accommodate 
one another if we're not riding with other people. I think I think it's totally fine. What oh, difference does it make? I'm like I'm like just because there's situations where I'm sitting by myself. Yeah. And like you're saying like somebody will move into my seat. Uh-huh. So I I would have had a bus ride by myself, but because somebody else asked that person to move so she could sit so a person cuz it's next to a significant other. Mm-hmm. And last time somebody asked for this, I told them straight up. I said loudly, I'm like you should have told them no. Wow. I'm like just because I'm like just because they are in a couple means that they get to ride together on the bus. They should have got on they should have gotten the front of the line. I'm sorry. What's, whatever happened to punctuality? Okay, you're right, but you're also a Grinch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just don't I wouldn't about it. I hear you. I wouldn't about it. This will come from full circle later okay so sure so he um so i sit down next to him basically we ride for a little bit pull over uh bus driver's like i need to use the restroom you're saying like strike one yeah yeah. how far did he go before he had to use the restroom 25 minutes 25 that's not much exactly schlub bad it's a bad omen schlub you're saying like man's never tucked in his shirt in day of his life where did you even pull over 25 minutes on the side of the road on the side are you kidding me the side of the road i'm not is that legal who cares, Dan? Who cares? <laughs> you know? Who cares? <laughs> Everything's legal in chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he needs to use the restroom. We're like, all right, fine. We, th- we found it kind of weird. We pull over again later. I can't remember the time the time interval between. Um, we pull over again, and the reason he, we pull over again because he says the tire is overheating. Didn't know what that means. He, we see him while he's walking along on the side. He's on the phone. And... Um, and so, have you made it to Baltimore yet? At this point, because usually you do a stopover in Baltimore in White White Marsh Mall. No, what we didn't pick up White Marsh. Okay, yeah, we didn't pick up White Marsh. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't. Uh, for some reason, they haven't been picking up White on the way back. They do it. Okay, they drop off. Uh, and so we get back on the bus. He he, he talks about this tire overheating. We get to the first rest stop. He's like, "I'm stopping here. We're stopping here for 15 minutes." Okay, and people were just like, "For what?" You know, we, we just bu- started. Yeah, exactly. we got like four hours. Exactly. So he's like, the tires overheating. I want some this to cool off. Wants to figure this out. Oof. And a, I heard a woman talk about um, one of the uh, women in the bus talk said she was sitting behind him and she could definitely feel some heat. What? Or something like that. She said something weird was going on there. She was oh like, my god. So she was like, it was legitimate. Yeah. Um. And so what was funny is we're all waiting at the we're all waiting at the rest stop i'm just like other people are just like <gasps> you know people it's just very just like because <laughs> i mean like the dc to new york bus is like you got a combination of two two like typically if they're from either city you got a combination of two just like always disgruntled personalities so they're just like <laughs> what is this see what i'm saying like what is this i got a place to be but it's just like nobody cares about where you need to be right now you know it's like that's the thing no like the world didn't care about where we needed to be right and so it cracks me up as we're waiting i go grab some food i i i, I get um how do you pronounce how do you pronounce the place pret yeah this is a really fun it's well you got it it's in french it's prêt à manger so ready to eat but in english i always say pret so, I like okay. Pret. Pret's good. But how do you, all right, all right. Pret, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> pretty, pretty. Uh, so, like, I got a, I got a, like a, a tomato, and, tomato and cheese, a tomato and like cheese sandwich baguette there. Baguette situation. Yeah. Those are good. It wasn't a baguette. Okay. Yeah, yeah I wish it was a baguette. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was not great. Okay. It was not great. Okay. Um, and so, like, I just, like, we're waiting, waiting for this bus driver. Of course, the bus driver, like, the, at minute 15 he's walking to the bag I mean, he's walking to the bus the bag of Popeyes you know and I'm just like this guy couldn't have just eaten the Popeyes and just left the bag I mean just like just finished it and like why are you bringing the evidence it's a go bag yeah exactly I'm like who is this we get on the bus we're driving 
haven't reached the bridge, anything. You know what I'm saying? Delaware Memorial Bridge ain't that far. Right. You know? Yeah. Pulls over again. Needs to switch drivers. Wow. And so, guys, so at this point, I'm cracking up. It's switch driving. I had had a big lunch. I'm laughing. I I need a nap. Everybody's looking at me like, I'm just like, I'm like, this, I'm like, this guy is killing it. (laughs) I'm cracking up. So, like, the guy, so I started talking to the guy to my, my left. He, uh, older black man i find out who's about 53 uh he he thinks it's all he's like he's like i hate i hate hate being an old black man he was like i feel like it's a good i feel like this dude just made that whole thing up you know like that whole just like just made up some just some crazy story to get off the bus right so we get this so we get this new driver it's in like and like everybody's kind of like thank god the other guy's gone then no less than 30 minutes we're just slammed in traffic Ooh, slammed all these phones are going off, you know, just like everybody thinks there's alarms going off, but what are we getting? We're getting these flood alerts. Oh, oh my God. It says car crash. Ah. On people, people are looking on Google Maps to see how far, how far it is away. First, it's like, first of all, delayed 17 minutes, then delayed an hour, then delayed two hours, then delayed three hours and 30 minutes. Oh my God, David. And so like, and then, and then... <laughs> Many things. So we're just on this bus. Many things. First of all, I'm Many sorry. Many things begin to take place. And like, I don't, this, is, this is not PC. This is not, this is not PC at all. You know what I'm saying? During a crisis, white women... Here we go. ...are just not fun to be around. They're just not fun to be around. They're just like, just like man, they gotta go. Yeah, it's like, they're just like, there was this... Liabilities. Just like, they just never just had like any sort of impropriety. Like, there was this... I'm not sure if she was like a GW student. There was this blonde... Uh-huh. Who was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to take the train by myself to Long Island. And she was freaking out because she because she gets lost. She does not know how to take the train to Long Island to meet her friends. And she's she's trying to solve the puzzle about how to end this traffic. So they're trying to figure out, should they approach the bus driver with these alternative routes? Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? And so this like, is just what the bus driver wants. Exactly. Please, exactly. everyone on the bus, come at me with your research. Somebody approached him. You know what I'm saying? He laughed. He, he laughed and said, go away. <laughs> And so I bet that made him real happy. It was amazing. It was amazing. For the story, I was like, that's amazing. I wish you had your recorder out. You told oh, me man. it was we were texting the whole time. It was in the it was yeah, I you don't were like I got my recorder underneath. You know, I should and I need to bring it because on on Best Bus, which is what the significant other takes, yes. they're they're pretty comedic. Uh-huh. You know, like some of the people that open the like like so I'm like I'm like some of that stuff, some of that stuff is pure comedic gold. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I would love to hear their takeoff strategy. Yeah. But for this group, I mean, like these these white they were re- they were just like really just going all and they banded together. Huh? And they, they banded together and they were like, oh, we got strategies now. They banded together and meanwhile I banded against and I was just like, man, if there's any place we can dispose of this group, please. Or just and they were trying to figure out like, well, maybe we can just group Uber. Like it was like true panic situation. Like I yeah, mean, it was like true panic situation. Like one dude was like she, the person she was talking to was trying to figure out how he could like come like come rescue her and stuff like that. Just Yo, like traffic just, like, is wall to wall nobody's getting in nobody's getting out and it's like normally we don't have a glimpse into white thoughts you know what i'm saying and like this time they were just like fully blown and so that's pretty interesting and they had no filter they were like no 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 filter whites working in their own pocket you know what i'm saying then 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 it was like jail it was like jail people started scheming and stuff it was like jail then get then get you know i'm saying to to me and my guy first of all we're laughing because he's like man he was like 
your boy, he was like the bus driver. He was like, he got out the best out of everybody. He was like, he knew this was coming. He was like, man, if I see him, he was like, I was, I was, he was like, I show up and throw a tomato at his door. <laughs> Just like a tomato. The first driver finessed the whole situation. <laughs> exactly. He was like, and he got food out of it. <laughs> he made sure to get food. He took that bag off the bus, which was baller. Which He was cold-blooded. Maybe it was like dinner for the rest of his family. He probably got off like near his house. And just like, well, see you later. I can walk over here. At first, at first, the guy was telling me that I know that they have a mandatory amount of time that they're allowed to drive. This is correct. You know, a maximum time that they can. And then they have, they maximum, have to. Yeah. They have to take rest. Exactly. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. No, I don't know if that it. was the case. But he was, he was so, he was so just sad. And when we first got on the bus with him, we were happy to see him go. Uh, <laughs> so like, long, I mean, so like, we're just sitting, and I'm just looking. I'm just like, I'm, I'm texting Marina. I'm like, okay. um... Let's try to, maybe seven. Then I'm like, ah, uh, I'm like, all right, can you do eight? Eight actually, eight thirty is not gonna work. Marina, let's call it. Let's just meet, just meet me tomorrow morning. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And so like, because I'm like, we're not, and we're projected to get in at like eleven oh four. You know? <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, I mean like, and I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at guy. I'm like, I'm like, yo, we could have been the. I'm like, we could have gotten to London by now. So you, you really, you actually could have. You know what I'm saying? Legitimately, like, got in my bag. Yes. Yeah, and so like he, and so it's funny as he was. So like the backstory in him. He splits his time between D.C. and New York. Uh-huh. Former NYPD. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't catch that at first. Yeah. But then uh, former NYPD does like counterintelligence stuff. Okay. And like investigates. It's investing. And it's funny. He's like, he's, he's like, I thought being an investigator was going to, it was going to be a trade that would die. He was like, nah. He was like, people are always going to be up to dumb stuff. Oh my God. Yes. And they don't, and with all the info out here, they don't recognize, they don't realize how much we're clocking their information. Wow. You know, he was like, they just are continually, he was like, you'd be so surprised. Like, you think, you think, you know what I'm saying? You'd be so surprised. He was like, with all of our stuff, all, you know what I'm saying? As you, you, you know about how all of our information is stored and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And, and so, and so like, what was, was most beneficial about that about my conversation with him, he seemed to be a very, uh, or I know he's a very Christian man, mm-hmm. you know, and we were talking about why he was leaving New York, like who you surround yourself with and stuff like that. And like, he he, he was talking about how there's, there's, there's just like people in Brooklyn that have just like never left Brooklyn, just like some of the small towns in America, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or all, places all across the globe, people who never left. And he was like, he was like in the Bible, he was like, it says, if you he was like if you were surrounded by sin you cannot just stay there so I'm like mm-hmm. you know I'm saying I'm screwing the scripture up because <laughs> the Bible in a book I know, I you know you. <laughs> but like you're not supposed to just remain around sin uh-huh. and so we were talking about that and I was just like thinking about I was just thinking about like place and environment and like situations where where sometimes I'm just like so not everybody I have around me is like the people and this like are all the most positive influence. And so, like, I was sitting there just listening to him, and like we're sitting here, it's rainy out, there's water on the roads, you know, and like. After a while, there's just like there's just this peace and acceptance that you you know I'm just like we're not we're not we're not moving you know we're not going anywhere and he was what's funny is he was like he made this comment and I feel like I'm I know I'm jumping all over he made this comment where he was like um you know I bought the twelve thirty bus and I bought the one p.m. bus he was like but I got on the one p.m. bus he was like I need to figure out what it is about me to make decisions like this <laughs> and I'm just like and we were joking we were like this whole bus is a bus of poor decisions i'm like we all i'm like we all belong together 
Oh I'm like every single one of us. I'm like every single one of us has some evaluation that you have know say like like has has necessary evaluation. And at that point, I'm just looking at everybody. I'm like, I just see vices in just everybody. I'm just like, <laughs> we're all like, I'm like, this is just like just like a bad freshman class, you know? <laughs> just just like just like just it's everybody. You know what I'm saying is <laughs> like, it like the plot of the of the show Lost, where like everybody was on that plane and they they all had like some connection in their past or something, and they they wouldn't have figured it out until they were all lost on the island together. It's like exactly. Lost, like the lost megabus exactly it's i mean like it was like the lost megabus and like he and i just had like conversations about about race and like new york i mean like he was talking about he talked about like one of the main things he was the reason he's leaving new york he can't stand like the the, the police situation like straight up because I, I told him my whole I, I i told him i've always had like as you know i always talk trash about dc and how i may like need to leave and move to new york i've always been opinionated by how i thought new york acts funny racially mm-hmm. you know um because i've always i've always believed that that for all that um, the colored people of New York have contributed to the city culturally, I needed to see them do it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I believe that there, there are forces. At, you know what I'm saying? He was like, well, that's because of the, he was like, he was like it's indicative of like, of like, you know what I'm saying? Like the feelings of this country, you know what I'm saying? Like the nation and like, and how they think. And I was just like, I was like, wait a second. I'm like, where did our president come from? Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, he came from fucking Manhattan. You know, and so I'm like in Queens before that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I'm like, and look how bad he is. People, worst people of the would have, worst. Yeah, people would have thought that was some Alabama stuff. You know what I'm saying? But no, well, that's the first person he called. Yes, get sessions. Exactly, get buddy, buddy with Alabama. Exactly. Right off the bat. So I mean, so we start. We just started talking about race and class. What it means to be black in this in this age. Kind of his background. What he learned being a cop. What he learned being on the other side. And also when he was younger, just like, as he said, just like a knucklehead in Brooklyn getting in trouble. What he learned seeing people, seeing the way people act now, you know what I'm saying? Because the people that he investigates and stuff like that. And so, like, just like, it, it ended up not being a bad ride. <laughs> because, like, and he at the end of it, he was like, I'm not going to lie. He's like, I couldn't have done it. He was like, like you the only person I would have like, enjoyed being in this ride with. You know what I'm saying? He was, And I'm just like, straight up. Because like, otherwise, I, if I had to sit with that white girl. Yeah, really. Oh, my God. There have been problems. Huge problems. I didn't want to Did you guys him. exchange information? Huh? I, you know what we did? I was like, give me your name. I was like, because he was like, my name, he was like, he told me his name. I won't say his name. Okay. He told me his name. I was like, listen, I was like, I was like, just give me your name. I'll find you. And he was like, Toby's full name. He was like, I, I feel like we'll meet again. Did you write it down? I, I, I remembered it. I remembered it. And so it's interesting. We got off the bus. When we finally got there, the bus allowed for two paths to exit. He was going one way. I'm like, I'm going to go the other way. Because I was like, I actually want this to be our separation moment. Um, because like, no, because I mean, it was like, it was like, it was a strong ending. It was crazy because you're sitting there. I told him, I was like, you know what? I feel like I was on this bus specifically to meet you, you know, because you told me, you see, because my New York experience was very positive. The whole, the whole, you know what I'm saying, even on the way back, mm-hmm. you know, I'll talk about the bus ride back. It was extremely positive. Good. You know, and not everything was happening the way, clearly like the bus ride. Even when I got there, things didn't happen the way they were supposed to. Uh-huh. And so like that part, and so like I just sat there for, for several hours listening to this guy tell me his story and kind of getting in, getting a perspective and an understanding about things in my own life. Yeah. So you guys had a really significant experience with each other and i'm sure he went and told the same story to whoever he's hanging out with like man Probably, i had yeah. this crazy bus ride and i met this young cat and we had this great conversation and i'm sure it impacted him as well because everybody loves a chance to examine their life through the kind of prism of a, a told story to somebody else yeah and in that kind of situation you're forced 
you're with somebody. How many hours did it end up taking? When did you arrive in New York? We got in New York, I say, say about 10.48. Really? Yeah. So that was nine hours and 48 minutes. Yeah. That's way, way too long. Yeah. And there was no kind of angry tweet to Megaboss or anything? You didn't uh, lodge a complaint of any kind? No, I didn't. you might be able to get a refund or something, because that's probably where I would have gone. You know, I mean, like, that's what so many people in my life would have done. I mean, like, uh, one of my friends was like, like, you didn't like send a nasty email? I was like, I was like, I was like, what's the point? You know? I mean, like, that was just like, remember I had like a crazy... I had a crazy experience at the Row Hotel, and I was, and they were, just, and like, I mean, it, you got, you really got to really go above and beyond sometimes with those groups, especially because they have so many people. You know, I'm like, you like to get anything. I mean, like, what Megabus is gonna be send me a tweet, and they're gonna send you a credit maybe, so you can get another ride on a Megabus. That's that's allocating like and five spend hours, eighteen hours on the trip to New York next time. I don't know. I was okay with it, with as it was because when I got off the bus, I was like, all right, I'm hungry. What do I eat? Where did you eat? I it's ate, late at that point. I ate this spot by Wes's apartment in Crown Heights. Wasn't that good. It so was, you took the subway. You took the subway. Yeah, I took the three train. So okay. he lives by Nostrand. He lives like um like Franklin Avenue, like um Nostrand Ave. Which one? Either one of those. Okay. Which lets you off at. So I took the three train down. I think got off at Franklin Avenue and just walked over to his his spot. And so there was this there was this place. I'm saying like, and they, they it's like a they fried chicken. They sell everything. They serve the community. But I'm like I'm like. Two brown dudes working there. I'm like, I figure y'all know what to do with this lamb. You know, I'm just like, don't give me the fried chicken. But clearly, they've been cooking way more fried chicken mm-hmm. than lamb because right. that lamb was trash. That fried chicken they made was much better. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just do what the rest of the black people are eating up in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not trying to go, not trying to go to what's close to home. This one goes out to the first mega bus driver. <laughs> oh fr- yeah, the s- similar meal, <laughs> fried chicken dinner. Oh my god! Cheers to you, sir. You've been home for hours. Exactly. Watching the Voice. Who knows? With the family eating the delicious meal. I don't know, man. Nothing about him said that. Nothing about him said a life of happiness. Isn't it strange that I mean, Megabus is like a tough. Sometimes it's a tough ride, like the one you had. Mm-hmm. And of all the bus companies that you could work for, you're working for Megabus. Yeah. I don't know what the pay is. No. Probably not amazing. No. But that is such a sensitive job. You're literally responsible for like. Not just a normal bus full of people. It's a double-decker bus. It's mad people. And these buses are often, like, catching fire. So, like, it's an extremely sensitive job for the amount probably of certainly prestige that they get and probably the amount of pay that they get as well. Yeah. And we got to have these people sleeping enough, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean... (sighs) But very tenuous. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed you were able to just become at peace with it. After that overheated wheel, I'm not sure I would have felt real great. Like that's a bad omen. Twenty five minutes in, overheated wheel. <laughs> but I also like. Did they I, ever fix that, or they just like let it cool down? Also, like something about me is I'm also very much pro crisis. You know, pro crisis because I do like the way it brings people together. So people are just like so. It's stuff. So so it's stuff is all in flames. I'm kind of just like <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like welcome to my like, welcome to the party. You're like in the land of the blind, the man with one eye is king. Exactly. I'm like, You're like come to me, chaos. Exactly. I'm like I'm like man. I've been I've been in flames for years. I'm that like, is hilarious. <laughs> I got a couple of stories about Megabus. Mm-hmm. I used to take it all the time. It was a time of life where I was commuting from Philadelphia to D.C. and back. So I would wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning or 5.30, bike down to the train station, lock my bike, take the Megabus down to D.C., 
in time to get there at like 9.30. Okay. Take the 4.15 back to Philly, and I would get my bike back at like 7.30, 8 o'clock, home by like 8.30 or 9. It was the craziest thing ever. And on those frequent trips on Megabus, I learned, kind of like your conclusion, I love that it took you like being in the midst of this insane traffic jam to come to it. Yeah. You you started seeing everybody's similarities and everybody's like vices, vice by vice by vice. The way I came, came up with a way to say that was that Megabus only has two kinds of people. You have the salt of the earth and then assaults on the earth. Yeah. So like the best people that you could ever meet who don't have a dime to their name for great reasons. Yeah. And then like people who are running away from shit and like outcasts, people who would otherwise be like riding the rails. Because the Megabus is so cheap. You can get from one city to another yeah. very easily. So I, I never thought about that. There is, there is, there is a diciness to some of those characters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember one guy, we were coming into New York very late, and I don't know what song he was singing, but he was he had this big, smelly plate of food, and he kept rapping. He was like, represent for your real friends, out loud, real loud, like upstairs, people <laughs> trying to sleep. Represent for your real friends. Did, did he get shafted by people he thought were friends? I don't, I have, you have to imagine so. This was like his pump-up music. He was probably going to New York to tell somebody off. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I had two amazing experiences. Number one is very germane to what we're doing now because I sat down. I was like, yo, I'm a podcaster. Like, I'm trying to find some good recording equipment to use in the field. And this guy just immediately starts schooling me with all this knowledge. He's like, I really like the Tascam DR40. It's a good user interface. It's a good value for money. You and I are literally sitting here recording on a Tascam DR40 because of that conversation. Really? We've done hundreds of interviews on this machine and ones like it. We bought the special edition and sent it out to California. Yeah. You're like, (laughs) LG. Yeah. Laura Gorman, what's up? How you doing, Laura? <laughs> but like all because of that one random conversation. I tried to track the guy down and I could never remember his name. We talked all about gear and he hooked me up. Another time I sat next to this girl who was white girl from South Africa who was in America playing tennis on a scholarship at like a tiny Catholic school somewhere in the South or like wow. a, a Christian university. Zoe Biznos. We became <laughs> Facebook friends. <laughs> She is a lovely person. And now I watch her like she's like building her life in the American South. I'm like, this is random. Oh, my like, God. Welcome to America. You made it because of tennis. That is hilarious. So, I mean, you get interesting people and you found the same thing. You get a lot. You get a lot of. Yeah, you get a lot of um, those who are like just people traveling to the U.S. Yes, that's yeah. true, too. You know, you get a lot of that who are. uh like definitely this this bus ride in particular just had tons of uh european tourists <laughs> like family of four yeah you know? from where do you think put a guess on it <laughs> huh no, i don't even want to dignify whites with <laughs> trying to belgium huh <laughs> could be <laughs> this is a fun game I'll, I know. I'll just start yelling out <laughs> luxembourg that works that works yeah <laughs> you just say yes to all of them <laughs> germany you know what <laughs> now that you say it. <laughs> <laughs> i also I, I, I when you told me that story and we were texting about it not only was it hilarious and tragic because it took nine and a half hours to get to new york yeah nine, excuse me nine forty, but it also i love these kind of moments not just chaos but kind of acceptance of like well there's nothing that any of us can do about this and <laughs> yeah. so now how does that change the way that you interact with your world because now i mean even then when you're in the traffic everyone has their phone yeah so you're not truly disconnected from the rest of the world as you might be otherwise 
But it also, it's funny because Megabus, everyone's taking a hard look at themselves, and it's like, what decisions did we make to get on this exactly. Megabus exactly. in the first place? But even if you go on Amtrak, that's not safe either, as the sirens go by. We're recording this uh, on a pretty heavily trafficked route for emergency vehicles, so apologies <laughs> to the listeners. But here's the thing. Even when you're on Amtrak, the most expensive ticket in first class. It derails. Those trains, well, even let's not go that crazy. Yes, <laughs> it does. It, it, they do derail, and that's the worst case scenario because people pass away when that yeah. happens. But these things just stop and get delayed for all kinds of reasons yeah. all the time. You think America's rail infrastructure is very good? Absolutely not. No. It's like way back in where we're supposed to be. No. And your story made me remember a bunch of situations that I've been in. But recently, a very fine journalist and a friend of mine with whom I used to play pickup soccer, Jasmine Garst, who just did a great story on This American Life, by the way, she posted something that made me think of your scenario. Uh-huh. And this is what it is. And I quote, Maybe Amtrak doesn't really exist. It's just a purgatory, a train that constantly gets stranded in the middle of nowhere, where you get to sit quietly and reflect on the life choices you made on your way to another dimension of existence. Hmm. And then my friend A.C. Valdez wrote, that's the most Argentine thing I've ever read. <laughs> it's like, only you have... <laughs> like that's a, That's a bourgeois state of thinking. What do you mean? <laughs> What I just I just what I mean like I I feel like that's also like the most ardent I feel like that's also like a stab at class. Why? Also, just like consider just like a more bourgeois form of South America. Well, Argentina Argentina has gone through a really bad economic crisis, and so a lot of people had to leave Argentina. Yeah, but no, I mean I think it's a comment on the longing kind of uh, ennui emptiness that a lot of Argentine authors and thinkers are going through. I mean, she posted another comment on a story about this guy who's visited every country hitchhiking. Uh-huh. It's about this like search and walking out of a place that you don't think has a lot for you. Interesting. That's, I think, the part that's Argentine. Like Che Guevara was Argentinian and he went to Cuba to like write his story. You know, it's always like longing and leaving and journeying. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about that moment though when you're forced. That can happen when you get an injury too. One time, uh, my wife Maya was biking too fast early in the morning it was dark and she hit a pothole and she crashed and Mm -hmm. it wasn't a bad crash luckily but the lesson that we took out of that was basically if you are moving too quickly in life either you slow down or life will slow you down yeah and it happens in unexpected ways yeah whether you're on the amtrak like jasmine or whether you're on the mega bus like you david or whether you're in a pothole like trying to figure out how badly injured you are. I've been there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes but, you have to take stock. And what do you do in those moments? Like how do you remain calm and not run or panic or play the victim? Because it's super easy, as you saw on your bus with some of your bus mates, to be like, oh, now this has happened to me. And this is how this situation, this unexpected problem fits into my story. Like, you shouldn't even have to know that that girl was going to Long Island. That's bizarre that she felt all of a sudden like, oh, you are all side players in my story. Well, she was just speaking loudly and like they were there was was also youth. It's just like. Yeah, yeah. Because like there I mean, there were other there were other white women on the bus. Uh, Thankfully, I wasn't sitting near them. You know, I mean, like, so I didn't get to hear I didn't get to hear their mini dramas. You know, (laughs) like I was like I was I was in a section. But but like. This pocket, 
you know had like they were they were just I'd say they were like college, so they were just like just like a lot of a lot of just like fears of the world. <laughs> I mean, just coming from, and I'm just like I just couldn't. I just couldn't. meanwhile, everybody else was just like <laughs> there, was, there was a black woman who just like rolled her eyes, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> just being like, tell these little kids to shut up. This is good though because this is a great vehicle. I mean, you talked about maybe not even wanting to talk about this experience on the podcast because you want to write something about this. Yeah. And now as we're talking about it, I feel even more strongly, not just because I'm loving this conversation and I want to listen to it again, yeah. but this is this experience is never going to be more clear in your mind than it is right now. Like well, the edges of it, how it felt and how it sounded and Well, I mean, all right, so, so what get, I, get it out now and then write from it later. Plus it sounds like an amazing vehicle for like a play. Well, what all right, you're right about you know, so like, like a one what act I, play or what something. I remember I sent you that thing about what I what I said is like while I'm sitting there I had to remind myself that there are men locked in solitary confinement. Just yeah, tell me more about day. that. So I was sitting there because first of all, like you're like unlike my ride back, which is crazy how I took a mega bus back. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like leap uh, of faith on your part. Exactly. Unlike the only ones leaving at nine PM. I okay. guess I could have taken the metro I mean could have taken the train, but shit. A little more expensive. Yeah. So like it was a tight like this like the guy I was sitting next to wasn't wasn't the big guy. But we were in there tight. Yeah. And so I was just like, I was just aggravated. I was just like, oh my God. And so I was just like, all right, I was like, all right, you know, have some perspective here. There are people who, who really, I'm like, you get to see, you get to see the land. You're en route to New York. You know, I mean, like, if you want to get up and go to the restroom and just walk pacing back and forth on this bus, or if you just, or if you just want to scream, God damn it, let me off this bus, <laughs> they can let you off the bus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. And so, like, I was like, or, or just like, I was just thinking about, or about, like, it's crazy. I was even thinking about the Atlantic slave trade. Wow. I, I was just like, I was like, you know what? Have a perspective here. This is not that bad. But, like, as I was talking to Edmund, about these things, we also realized Edmund Wu DDS, yeah, yeah Doctor Wu Dr. DDS, Wu. also talking about like you know what this was a, a positive experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it was positive. I think about those who question their decisions when they are on a plane that's going down or something like that. Yeah, where it's just like, why did all of us end up together? on this day on what is going to be the last day of our lives Phew. you know what i'm saying like i think about the, like what is what is like what like you're know saying because think about it, they were like they didn't have to go fly to see their sister that day mm -hmm. they could have gone the other day right you know what i'm saying and stuff like that and i'm just like and you have these people you know what i'm saying and, I'm, and so that's what we and i were texting about you know what i'm saying we we're texting about that we were talking and then he, he was like what about when you have a crazy pilot who just wants to fly into a mountain that did happen exactly and i'm just like we're talking like these are the texts i'm having and and, and, and so and he was like we got to realize your conversations are much sunnier because you all you just on the bus you will you know you know you're going to get to your destination right you know so but like i was just thinking about just like all the ways in which we are brought together through these weird moments you know and like i just started thinking about what if that was a situation where it was actually dangerous mm -hmm. you know i'm so su i'm such a person who's so damn afraid of flying even though i fly mm -hmm. you know i kid you not Every time we're about to board the plane, I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, "Is this my crew?" I'm like, "Am I? Am I? Am I gonna have to get to know these people really well? Is this am my I? Crew? Am I gonna be holding her? You know, <laughs> like, like, am I, is like, is or is, is like, is he gonna be holding me? Wow, you know what I'm saying like, like that's like that's where my brain goes. Sometimes and, I think about if the big inflatable slide comes out, are you really gonna leave your laptop? If the what you're gonna leave it? Hell no, because they're they're like bring no. But like, if they're <laughs> if you're holding people up because you're bringing your laptop, they're like, well, "Why are you bringing your laptop? Leave it." I think we. I think Perfect. This goes back to that conversation before about objects being tools. 
I think in that in that situation, somebody would just shove you, be like, like you have to say. But then there's 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 always that one guy who's always just like, this Nah, I got some fire beats on this. Exactly, he was always like, Young Metro was on this flight. <laughs> yeah, Metro. If young Metro, don't trust you. On <laughs> exactly. Everyone but Young Metro, leave your leave your laptop behind. Exactly. I'm saying somebody leaving back leaving back their manuscript. It's like, nah, it's just not gonna. I'm saying, <laughs> write a new manuscript <laughs> my about thesis. this experience. My thesis. <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah, who knows what who knows what you leave behind in those moments we get we get a uh we get a true understanding of like basically that we actually don't of like of like what we have control over and what we do not have control over. Mm-hmm. And so there's kind of a comfort in like cuz I was just like, you know what, sitting there I'm like, you know, I'm like everything's not that bad, you know. I'm sitting here <laughs> This guy's really friendly. He, he was he was talking. He made me feel very comfortable. He was talking to me about about he. I took a phone call with somebody, or I called somebody, and he was like, he was like, he was like, I listened to you on that phone call, and he was like, I can tell you a good brother. He was like, because you open with, do you have a minute? He's like, he's like, that's how I open my phone call. He's like, because it's not about you. You got to make sure. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, rap. and like, I'm just, meanwhile, I'm just like, I'm like, of course, I'm like, why are you listening to what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But like, we're sitting here and like, all the irritability had faded. You know what I'm saying? And this piece comes up and you're sitting there and you're just like, just really trying to figure out, you're, you're trying to piece together your life and how you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, what are my steps when I get off this bus? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like, I've, I've been allowed this time <laughs> to think and digest. <laughs> how am I going to act when I get off of here? You know? And so like, that was, that, that's why, that's, that, that's why it was like, when I got off, I wasn't like antsy, you know? I was like, I was I was I was pretty like I was I was I was pretty I was searching for a slice of pizza then I was like no I don't want to get a pizza you know what I'm saying but I was I was pretty I was pretty happy I was pretty happy I'm very impressed by that okay. I have, I have to say because a lot of people would just get off that bus call somebody and just start complaining you See, know like that's what they want to do in that scenario but in your case you're just like nope here we go on to the next but that time, also, time to be a better man that also made that but you know what that also may be a flaw because like there, because there are many people. Because like people who know me think that I, they, well, they know that I can just, I can just accept just like circumstance. That they're just like, how are you dealing with this? I'm right. Just like, eh. You know, just like, just like shrug at it. Uh-huh. Like, and meanwhile, they're they're like st- they're furious. They're like, I can't live like that. Right. You know what I'm saying. Meanwhile, I'm just like, well, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm like, what's important to you is not necessarily what's important to me. That's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's it is a, it can be considered a strength in certain cases. It's I, like the ability it, to accept situations that other people would freak out in. You all right, you want so you want to hear about the ride back? Sure do. <laughs> so like I'm trying to like um was wasn't gonna sleep there. I thought about me, I was like, should I sleep sleep in the night here? Um but then I was like uh I was wet like West who I stay with had a lady coming. You know, uh, and so and so I was like, all right, I got I, I, I got to head out, and I got no other, I got like nobody else who's even in town, mm-hmm. and so I'm looking for Bolt. I'm I'm looking for Bolt. Bolt closed at five thirty, right? And so I was like, I was like, damn it, options I'm, are limited. I'm like, I'm like, let me see what they got. Let me yep. see what they got. Get mega. <laughs> Get back again. I'm just like, whatever, screw it. Wes is like, man, you doing this again? I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing it. Meanwhile, on on the bus, the first time, the guy I was riding with, he definitely, while we were on the bus, he booked his Amtrak. You know yeah, he never called, again. Yeah, he called Amtrak. He's like, we ain't doing this again. Fool me once. Exactly. So I get to the bus. I get there with time to spare. Beautiful, 
in New York last night, like around like nine eight thirty nine p.m. was like beautiful. Yeah, sunset. Outside. Like just yeah, like just cool. nice nice little wind. You know yeah, what I'm saying? New York is every time in New York it's always like during the summer it's always like steamy. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying this was like nice. Yeah. And so uh, get on the bus uh, for the nine p.m. Bus driver was first like you got two bags that you're checking, and I'm like yeah. He's like no, he's no, he's only one. I'm like. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna let you slide." I'm like, "They've never bothered me before." Right. It was like one of one was the mic, and another was his other bag. Yeah. And so I was like, "All right, get on there." And I had a seat to myself, or I had a section to myself. I put the bag next to next to me, next to the windows, like on the window seat, like dude did. And these families keep getting on, you know, and like they're just looking like fa- two families of four. Yep. You know what I'm saying two little kids. Yep. Just looking around for something. You know what I'm saying I'm like. I'm not moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just, in my head, I'm just like, you know what? I'm like, don't bring a family of four on this damn bus. You know what I'm saying? Or get here on time. I'm not moving. Grinch. Huh? And so, like, the Grinch. Go ahead. So, like, the bus, one of the guys gets on. He's like, all right, we need. So, the, the, one of the fathers like, hey, somebody sitting there. Somebody sitting there. Somebody sitting there. And, like, finally, he's like, somebody sitting here. I'm like, I'm like, when somebody asks, I'm going to say no. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, no, no. He said, he's like, and so, and so, move over. His eight year old, his, like, I'm going to say she's like eight, his eight year old daughter sits next to me okay you know he sits he sits in the aisle seat uh a girl gets up so so he could sit next to his daughter uh-huh. i'll see she or eight year old on ipad she fall like he gives her a blanket she falls asleep she can't stop falling asleep on me oh you know what i'm saying that's so cute. i've got this little kid oh on the way back <laughs> you know what i'm saying like and i'm just like i'm like i'm like you know what i'm not gonna i'm like after a while i'm not gonna like wake this kid up that is you know so saying? funny so i'm on i'm listening to the i'm listening to jamie xx oh wow you know what i'm saying who was like listen to this so i'm just listening to albums i'm just listening to ipad just listen out because after the ride was so peaceful it's like i earned it that jamie xx album is sick is that like in colors or something yeah it's so good and for the i i had it at a volume which i didn't want to disturb anybody yeah yeah so it was just like it was just completely sonic experience and you got like a young person who you don't even know who's like yeah. cuddled up to you a young like white a young a little white girl <laughs> Like you know what I'm saying, like meanwhile her dad, I mean it's like a little, but I think her mother, her mother looked like light skinned black. I feel like I feel like she thought I was grandpa or something. You know what I'm saying? That but like amazing. she's sitting there, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm like kid, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm squinched over trying to like accommodate and not wake up this kid as as I'm just listening to XX album, and then I'm, of course like I'm deleting texts because I get because I'm on the iPad. I, I make sure to make it only an audio experience because I got text in there that just shouldn't be seen by uh-huh. a little kid. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so like I'm just like, all right, let me get. You know what I'm saying? So like everything was everything was curated. So this little kid could just have the sleeping experience. Then a white marsh, you know what I'm saying? Dropped him off and they you know what I'm saying? They and they and they were and they were gone. Family they got were into off. the night. Into into the white marsh night. Into the white marsh night. But it but that's the thing, what it was I like I did get this strange type of comfort where I was just like, you know what? I was like, this kid does not know me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, if this kid feels comfortable enough to just fucking fall asleep, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Like she wasn't like she did not feel because like I'm not sure I at my at that age I was somebody who wanted to be sitting in anybody's straight. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not sure, but I was just like you know what? Maybe I came off as harmless. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. That little it's girl like, saw the same energy in you that that elderly that older gentleman did. <laughs> they both saw through you that gruff exterior and saw that you were a good dude. They oh, wanted to, they both wanted to cuddle up next to you. <laughs> both of them. I was sad to see her go. <laughs> I was sad to see her go. <laughs> I was texting Wu. I'm like, I got this eight year old kid. I'm like, don't wake her up. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to wake her up. She, first, I you're moved. like, bye, bye, Rebecca, or whatever your name is. <laughs> I moved. She first is sorry. I'm like, no, you're good. You're good. You're okay. I got no beef. <laughs> like a single tear. Like, it's your world, young one. <laughs> it's your future. 
Yeah, it's just like, just like the whole, the whole, the whole experience was. The bus ride was, and we got back and like we got back early. You know, the bus ride. Was <laughs> and he was like, huh. exactly. This bus ride was done in four, like four hours and like ten minutes. It was perfect. Got off and tipped your hat to the driver. When the driver was a stickler with you on the carry-on or the check luggage, that's how you knew the driver was going to be good. Yeah. They yeah. check it off. They're like, oh, these are the regulations. I'll let you slide, but I'm aware of what they are. That's, oh. what, that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. Somebody in that job? You're absolutely right. I mean, normally, I mean, like, normally they've been with Megabus going up. That was the only experience that just started up just poorly, you know? There's some jokesters on Megabus, too. Some of those drivers like to give you the routine. They do. Because you do it every day from New York to D.C. and back. It's going to get boring. So you got to spice it up a little bit. They do. I mean, like, they weren't like, uh, you know, it's it's great because, like, when I first, I've done all, I used to take, I used to take Van Moose all the time. Yep, Van Moose is pretty good. You take Van Moose. I used to take Tripper all the time. I haven't uh, tried that. Yeah, because I'm just not leaving out, like, I don't live in Cleveland Park anymore, but this is not something I do, you know? <laughs> uh, what's it called? Best Bus. Uh, Best bus is pretty good. What's significant other takes? I love that one. Yeah, DC to NY picks up in Dupont Circle. That's a good. Uh, exactly. Wait a second. Before we get too local here and move and miss like the some of the grand amazing points uh-huh. that you've um, that you've dropped here, I love the idea of changing one's perspective so much. And I can do this sometimes with a couple tricks. It's not like I'm special. It's like you get the right activity on a flight. For example, you're up in the air. Let's say you got three hours. If you've got a movie or a pr- the best case scenario is you have a project with you or a book or something. Yeah. And then suddenly when – if you had nothing to do and your mind is in the wrong place, it's like, oh, I'm going to sit here and watch the minutes go by, the seconds go by because I yeah. cannot wait. I'm impatient. But if you figure out something that you can do to occupy your time that you're really enjoying and that you're engaged in, suddenly that completely reverses. Have you ever been in a scenario before where at the beginning of the time period you're like, oh, why won't this hurry up? And by the end of it, you're like, oh, wait, I need another hour. Yeah. I love that. That's such a funny transition. Going from impatient to now you need the time. Yeah. It reveals how much our attitude in relation to time is elective. Like we can change it. And we can hack it in so many ways if we can just supersede our reptile brain. And yeah. Like you did it in such a beautiful and artistic way. You were like, we're all similar together on this mega bus, aren't we? <laughs> I'm going to listen to the tales of my seatmate. I'm going to think about people who are actually in captivity and people who actually had to take like interminably long trips they didn't even want to take and they weren't in control of the way that you did that was extremely artistic and i think extremely laudable it's a thing i'm going to try to do in my own stranded mega bus of life because i get on stranded mega buses in my own mind all the time and i end up with the wrong attitude it's like let me off this bus i'm i am the girl who doesn't want to take the train to long island too much instead of being the david ross you know and you know what's crazy is like we talk about like um I mean, right now we're 33, 34. You're 34, right? 35. I'm 34. I'm about to turn 35 this fall. Okay. So uh, 34 in the fall. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I've always told myself, like, man, like, and I know this may not happen, but, like, no matter where the career takes us, you know, like, maintain this perspective of, like, where we started and, like, understanding of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be the guy being, like, what the hell is taking you so long for my cup of coffee? Stuff like that when time time it took to make a cup of coffee didn't change when you were <laughs> a man with not much money yeah. as it did now you know right. or, i mean of course 
the Keurig and everything. <laughs> it's got technology you, notwithstanding. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Just always being patient and understanding of just because we've gotten older and like there's like somebody will arrive at a particular type of status doesn't mean as if like the world necessarily needs to change for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so like, yeah, we might be able to get things faster, but like don't like rely on that then you're really just like setting yourself up for failure. You seem to be advocating for a position of acceptance in general, rather than like dissatisfaction and leading to um, like drastic action. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm generally in that camp as well, but it is a real balance. And this is a yin yang thing where every person has to have some of one and some of the other. Some people describe it as type A or type B personalities. Yeah. And I think... I have fallen prey to this or victim to this, really. It's like you put yourself in one category and you ignore the ways in which you're also representative of the other. Yeah. And so I like to think of myself as a go-getter and somebody who can create things at a moment's notice and, like, be a builder. But I'm also, like, an enjoyer and I want to be more poetic and more, like, uh, (laughs) it's funny. I'm working with somebody now and she told me that she had to look up the first term on my LinkedIn in which I used to describe myself, the very first one. I was like, how am I describing myself? That's like so weird that people aren't able to. And it was bon vivant. I don't even speak French. Bon vivant just means like good liver. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, So what did she say when she looked this Well, she up? liked it. She thought it was a funny, like cool way for somebody to describe themselves. Uh-huh. I didn't even think about it. I'm just like, that's part of who I want to be as a person. But like you can never be completely like, oh, I just accept the world as it is and I won't change anything yeah. because then that's just entropy. That's just like, well, I'm going to be a blob on the couch and just fade away. Yeah. But the other side of it is like, where's my fucking coffee? I'm too busy to worry about being stuck on this train or this bus. I got to get to New York. Like I got things I got to do. Yeah, I mean... So it's it's funny. It's like there's a whole balance that we have to try to find between enjoying life as it is and then or accepting the good or bad. And then the other side is being dissatisfied and being like, no, I'm getting off the bus. Because <laughs> yeah. at a certain point, you know, it's up to us. But I feel like it'll be inevitable. You know, I mean, like for us not to turn in that person, then I'll just be then I'll just be certain situations that will ground us. You know, it's just like what I what I love about like especially just like the lost situation or like you're know saying like or or like anything's of, of crisis is like titles don't matter yes that's what i love about it titles don't matter right you know it's just like it's like age is it's oh, i mean age matters just being like hey young kid i've been here you know what I'm saying like or, or or just like in terms of like how to help and how to assist and to advise but none of that matters right you know saying you have to work with it's like you ulti- you you it's like you it's like some teamwork stuff you know what i'm saying that's why i like it you know what i'm saying because i do like i mean like sorry i do like when people are brought together yeah. you know i mean <laughs> like people that just normally wouldn't be brought together i do like i do like that and it and, feels go ahead no, no. But if, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a big believer in the afterlife, but I, I feel like if there is something coming next, it's going to be more like that. It's going to be, it's going to be more chaotic. There's going to be less of a view about like what's right and what's wrong. And you're going to be, if you're there with other people or other entities, you're going to have to work with them. You know, did I cut you off? No. What I talked with, I talked with the guy about this, about the afterlife. You, you know? did. And I, yeah, because like, 
I'm not that re- I'm not that religious, but like I need there to be an afterlife because like there are people that only live their life here and struggle, and to me that's a problem. There are people that were just born a slave, die a slave. You know what I'm saying like people that are brutally murdered. You know what I'm saying all these things. I'm just like what what was the point? You know what I'm saying if there's no redemption. You know what I'm saying? Or just like, or just like some type of peace. You can't just tell me just like, oh, go to black. You don't remember nothing. Like, then like, then like, I'm gonna be furious. Of course, I won't have a chance to be furious because there'll be nothing. But I'm just like, <laughs> I just feel like that's just like, I feel like I I need that. I need that. Wow. You know, I really do. Because I was just thinking about just not my I just think about all these people who have these like these struggles, serious, serious struggles yeah. throughout. Yeah. And then die early. 21, 22. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. Just somebody just who just gets ill, just dies. So you need for there to be an eternal reward. Yes. For the struggle. Yes. Yes. If somebody's if somebody's tortured and killed, you know what I'm saying? I need them to I, I need there to be a period of consciousness afterwards mm. in which they are really enjoying themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. And if not, man, then whoever be, whoever created this place, I got beef. Yeah. <laughs> I got beef. I understand. I mean I I'm not a big, again, not a big believer in the afterlife, but I feel like the logical place where that goes to me is not to a place of like, oh, now I'm going to get to go to a fun, like amusement park-esque heaven-ish place, but more that like, at this point, death becomes a benefit. Like it's now easier for me to not be living. Yeah, People go through that in so many ways, but like if you're lucky, that's the place that you end up physically. It's like I'm 100 years old, my body is breaking down, it's hard for me to get out of bed. Like I can't yeah. take care of myself anymore. On some level, it becomes easier to pass away. That's like the the, the way things happen when everything goes to plan. Yeah. So that that's a big question. This is a question we should explore in a future show, David. We've never actually talked about this before. I mean, we should have like a we should have a religious professional. I'm sure we can find one. Um, you understand know to bring one on and talk about this. You know, just like because anytime I've ever spoken about these things with like. A member of the clergy. Yeah. They've been such interesting conversations. And there's never been from a place of actually trying to bring me to their thinking. Right. But, like, just being, like, straight up to me. I'm just being like, we know there are no guarantees. There are various paths here. Right. You know and, like, and like first of all, it's reassuring, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm just like, so otherwise, I'm just like, I'm always critical being like, what are y'all preaching here? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Being like, and I, I feel like it would be comfort, comforting to, ex- to explore to explore really really what's next you know because like that's because like i said i'm not my conversation with him is not making me go to church on sunday mm-hmm. uh it won't make me go next sunday but i was just what i was just saying with him i was just like i just i'm like just for just like just just like the logistics of what's going on out here i'm yeah. like you know i'm like it'd be kind if some people that go through some stuff get something positive at the end of it you know, I mean, because I just feel like just what's I mean, like, because if 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 there if there is no, it's just it, then it's just somebody's sick experiment, you know. Well, maybe there's like a, a physics equation to it. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So you yeah. have to hope that for folks who do bad on Earth, there's a comeuppance, and for folks who go through it and suffer, that they get some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I guess the I guess the only the only response to that is really just try your best to do positivity in the world. If you're not, then 
what is what are you what are you doing here you know well i look forward to exploring this subject more with you and figure out where we end up on the other side of the purgatory mega bus yeah man <laughs> oh my god and thanks for sharing that story that was really fun no problem no problem <laughs> love you buddy always fun likewise <laughs> no no tell me you love me love you too okay thank I you <laughs> we need it for the tape <laughs> that's it we're done Madcap.